Welcome to the Nerd Culture's Dead Podcast. I'm your host and thoroughly nerd, Zach. Today's topic will be Marvel vs. DC. And to help me discuss today's topic, today's guest will be Oscar at Emmanuel Rivera. And before we get into today's discussion, I'd like to have a moment and have our guest tell us a little bit about himself. So, Oscar, if you will. Yeah, thanks, Zach, for having me here. Uh, been a nerd since, like, middle school. Collected comic books, read the comic books. Learned everything I could from both universes. So I got I got a pretty good knowledge on like the comics compared to the movies and like what's popular nowadays for most people. So that's that's why I have certain opinions about certain things. People may or may not like it, but we'll see how it goes. Okay, awesome. So let's just go ahead and tear this discussion open. Marvel wins. Yeah, Marvel Marvel's got the cinematic universe wrapped around their fingers, man. Like But long answer, I I'd, I'd have to give it to DC. <laughs> yeah, DC's DC's got a stronger comic book base, and they're more realistic in certain ways. Yeah, so let's go ahead and just jump into that a little bit. Where, as a kid growing up, I, I was always surrounded more by DC comics. One of the things that I always saw was the um, cartoon runs that they had, so Justice League from two thousand two or the Batman Beyond TV show. Yeah, and. I think some of that has kind of shaped the general population nerd to still have a soft spot for DC. So I don't think they're totally out of the race. They're not out of the race. I think DC's more of like if you're like a 90s kid or like an older person, like you grew up and was raised by like Justice League, Static Shock, Batman Beyond, the Batman the Animated Series, which we haven't even we forgot to even mention because it's got the original Mark Hamill Joker in it. Oh, I still have that on my oh. shelf on Blu-ray. Oh my God. I such an amazing series. They did everything perfectly in those shows. Like, there was nothing I had to complain about at all. Yeah, I mean, there were some episodes that were redundant because it was a cartoon. I got tired of seeing Solomon Grundy in the 2002 Justice League as the big brute villain. I feel like they could have expanded that roster a little bit. Yeah. And they, they did in the bigger episodes where Doomsday just came out of nowhere and you're like, oh, okay, hi, bro. <laughs> I guess he opened up a portal and it's going down, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, where, where did that come from? It's like, oh, okay. and Brainiac? Okay. Oh, they're teaming up? When did this happen? Can we get a little bit of backstory here, please? No, you can't. <laughs> no, Sorry. it's just like, go right into the episode, middle of a fight, everybody's knocked out on their butts, and then you just see the Flash running around trying to heal everybody, like gather everybody up. We gotta, re- we gotta retreat. We, we gotta, gotta run, ret- we gotta run, we gotta run. Go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, even stemming into modern day, like, I'm reading the current, um, batman issues the new 52 oh my god and i'm i'm currently reading through the city of owls or the court of owls oh dude and that that's so cool i there's there i don't get that from marvel comics nowadays i, I feel like they keep trying to repeat the same things so there's always like three deadpool issues coming out and i'm kind of sick of it I, I think marvel sticks to like the same formula over and over again and they they stick to what they think people will mostly like like, if you go to DC, you can't pick up one comic book and see the same villain in it twice. I'll, I'll promise you that. Like, you can look at so many different DC comic books and there'll be a different villain or, like, the birth of a new villain getting made. But in Marvel, it's very consistent. Like, you got Iron Man versus, what, the Mandarin? And then you got... Who else? You got Galactus. You got Thanos. You got uh, Hydra, which is, like, the biggest one for, like, the normal ones that people usually attend to when they're talking about marvel villains i mean i i went to a comic shop the other day and when i looked at the new issues on the shelf right 
I saw all of the current runs for right, like Wonder Woman, Justice League, yeah. Superman, Green Lantern, Batman, and they're all all over the place. But when I looked at the section for Marvel, there was six different Spider-Man comics, three Deadpool comics, one Fantastic Four comic, an X-Men comic, and an Avengers comic, and that was it for that week. Yeah, I think I think DC's got a more bigger fan base in comics than they do in Marvel, because like. I think what Marvel's trying to do in the comic universe is trying to do, like, multiverses, where DC's already been doing it for, like, years. And they have, for me, DC's needed to chill out with the whole multiversal thing. Yeah. There's too many flashpoints. Well, yeah, not even that, but, like, the newest series that I've been reading for DC is the Death Metal series. Oh, my God. Death Metal series, explain. It's the Joker who laughs. It's oh, the, okay. Like it's, the Batman who laughs. It's the Batman who laughs. Yeah, sorry about that. So, it's all about... He's going to different universes and basically twisting every different Batman from each universe to become, like, his minion. So you have... I, I saw on a cover, like, Superman Who Laughs, and yeah. I, I thought that was freaky. Oh, yeah. They have Shazam Who Laughs, because he basically builds, like, the super Joker serum. Mm -hmm. So the moment you hit, you're hit with that gas, dude, like, you go mentally insane. Like, it's, like, 20 times stronger than the original Joker gas. And what, what are people supposed to do to combat that? Like, because if all the Batmans are gone, I mean, you kind of fucked. Yeah, you basically are. Like, you have one for every Justice League hero. Basically, you have the you have the Green Lantern one, who instead of using the power of light, his Green Lantern ring produces darkness. So, like, he consumes everything in darkness. And then you got the Flash, which is my favorite, which is Red Death. It's when Batman and the Flash fuse together. And Batman takes over the Flash's body, so he actually kills people by running. Like, he's a murderer. No, that, that's freaky. It's freaky, but it's so good. Like, but I see what you're saying. Like, the DC's got more multiverses, but they gotta, like, chill out with a lot of them. Well, I mean, just in, in terms of DC's reputation is that they'll do a comic run, and then six years later, they'll be, right, a crisis on Infinite Earths kind of deal. And then they'll have to reboot everything, and you lose the continuity from all the previous comics because, oh, everything's reset. Yeah. And then four years later, because they want to redo the same stories over and over again because that's what's made them money. And then they have to reset, and then this just keeps happening over and over again where, like, we had Flashpoint Paradox to open up the New 52, and uh. now we're here in the New 52, and I'm just waiting until they have to reset it again because all the characters are jokers. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of tired of them resetting every like every 4 years like you've been saying, man. Like if you know, you know. Like you know who the Flash is, you know who Reverse Flash is, you know who Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, all these people are like we grew up with them, but like you don't got to keep resetting the timeline every time. Well, if they keep writing themselves into a hole, they kind of have to, well, yeah. which is kind of the thing is I don't know, with the new 52 Batman comic, it expressly understands that everyone knows who Batman is. Yeah. And so it starts off way later into Batman's career, right? He's trying to reform Gotham. Yeah. And you have the whole Bat family. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's crazy, honestly, because DC... And I will say this. The one thing that I like about DC a little bit more than Marvel, they have access to other comics that you would never think of. Like, they have Spawn. They have Ninja Turtles, which Ninja Turtles... Do they have movie rights to Ninja Turtles, though? Because they can make a pretty awesome movie. I don't think that. they have movie rights to it, but the comic that they've made for it called The Last the Last Ronin, bro, that comic series, 
is insane. It's like a really dark version of the Ninja Turtles. Hmm. There's only one Ninja Turtle left alive out of the four brothers. And it's the one you would never think would be the last Donatello? one. Donatello? It's Mikey. Oh, that's stupid. Donatello is clearly the best one. Well, yeah, but this is Michelangelo survives and he's still trying to destroy the Foot Clan who's gone like super cybernetic and like they've basically the Foot own all of New York completely. Like they've controlled mostly like all the area and the Shredders killed all the brothers and Splinter minus Michelangelo who now knows how to use every single weapon. He meets, um, he meets the daughter. See the daughter or the son of uh, April O'Neil, and they they live under the sewers. And he tries to like destroy the Foot Clan once and for all for his brothers. And he's like mentally tortured by like seeing the spirits of his brothers like giving him advice before he goes into battle and stuff. Weird, dark, mature Ninja Turtles. It's it's more it's more badass than you think. Like it'll it'll mess with your head a little bit. One one of the things that I really want DC to do is when I look at the current DC universe for their movies, I, I'm kind of sick and tired of their standalone movies. Mm-hmm. Like I I liked the Snyder cut of Justice League, and oh. I tolerated the er, theatrical cut for Justice League. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't anything great or anything, but I, I I think they could take a huge lesson from their old cartoon series and. All they have to do is just, over the course of two or three hours, right, make it a long movie. That's fine. People yeah. are more than willing to sit down for three hours. If anything, the Infinity Saga has taught us that with the two later movies. Yeah. Infinity War and Endgame. No, it's We're a- willing to sit down for three hours for a movie. That, that can I can expect that from a Justice League movie. Yeah. Where it's seven characters and I'm seeing them all gather together. And then halfway through the movie, they all come together, blah, blah, blah. They beat some minor threat and then... Boom, Darkseid walks through a portal and is saying, oh, okay, cool. Immediately one-taps one of the characters there that you've already stuck with. Like, say it's Green Lantern, because Green Lantern staying in the DCEU is an absolute meme at this point. Yeah, that's where my head is at. So make it it the original uh, White Green Lantern, and then he gets bodied by Darkseid. And then you see the ring at the end of the movie, you do a, a cut where they were able to push Darkseid away for a little bit so they have some time to kill. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, as like a, a special thing, they after the credits, you see the ring land in front of Jon Stewart, who's the Black Green Lantern. I, I would be totally on board with that. I, he's my favorite Green Lantern. Dude, he's the only Green Lantern in my eyes, bro. Like, he's done some crazy stuff. Well, not even that. He's, his character is just way better, in my opinion. He's got way more attitude. Yeah. And it... The way he carries himself is just awesome. Yeah. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. But like, to just kill off Green Lantern immediately, whatever, right? Yeah. It, it's a meme that Green Lantern can exist. Yeah. Kill him off immediately. Darkseid just incinerates him with his eye beams. Yeah. And then all the other Justice League members. So you have Batman, you have Wonder Woman, you have Superman, you have those core three. And you got Martian Manhunter as a backup. You got the Flash. Have martian manhunter be introduced through the movie as a initial antagonist that they don't understand right have flash be working with superman from the beginning yeah and have wonder woman come sweeping in to save them out of nowhere and superman is just already dealing with the threat and they Mm. all go up and help him yeah and then you got batman calling in aquaman for backup and then you're set yeah, I mean, that, that'd that be the best intro ever. Yeah. Is you just see all of them united for the first time. Green Lantern sitting there towards the center like he's some big shot. And then zzz, 
just gets bodied. <laughs> yeah, just immediately incinerated by Darkseid. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously they take Superman and they start enslaving him and doing the typical Darkseid story. Yeah, like, they- I-, I would be 100% on board with that. Yeah, and my thing is this. The only reason why DC's been struggling so much in the movies is because they're not taking as many risks as Marvel. Like, Marvel's taken a good amount of risks, using like reusing characters and actors for certain parts. Like, dude, think about it. The Fantastic Four, the original one, the Human Torch is Captain America. Well, not, not even that. I mean, just think about this. Back in 2006, yeah. did the normal person know who Iron Man is? They had a good assumption. They they would know he's like a scientist who fights crime in a suit of armor, but that's like as far as they got. I mean, just even for the general population, I doubt many people knew Tony Stark, Iron Man. Yeah. And when they made Iron Man the flagship of the MCU, they made him the main character, really. Yeah. Like, Robert Downey Jr. did a great job in that role, and I think they have all the credit on that for going with a risk and using oh, yeah. Iron Man instead of launching with captain america if captain america is the first movie in the mcu i don't think it would have done well oh no it wouldn't have it wouldn't have taken off as it did like look at what happened with the incredible hulk movie yeah which is funny that you speak of that because in the new multiverse of madness they're bringing back like the first original hulk to be in that movie he's not going to be the hulk but he's going to be banner in like a multiverse that they're going to time travel through and he just hasn't been the hulk yet yeah, he, he, no, he has the Hulk inside of him, but he doesn't mutate into the Hulk. They just meet him as, like, another dimension version of Hulk. Which is why we don't see Professor Hulk. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah, and that I think during that time period is when they're going to implement the She-Hulk series, which is going to bring in She-Hulk, Hulk, and then talking about, like, how she got the And then we get Red Hulk. Oh, dude, I've been Thunderbolt dying. Because Thunderbolt Ross has been sitting on the sidelines for years I've now. been dying for General Ross to freaking become Red Hulk, man. Like, it's been so long. They showed Abomination in the uh, Shang-Chi Abomination's movie. chilled out, though, which is weird. Yeah, and he looks more like the original comic version, which is okay, but, like, they made him too relaxed. I feel that. Like, they've made him less of a threat and more of, like, he's there. Yeah, like, after everyone defeated Thanos, it seems all the villains have kind of just chilled out, you know? Yeah. There, there's no point. The Avengers yeah. beat Thanos. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, we can't go anywhere farther from here. It's like obviously i'm not a problem i'm not a threat thanos yeah. is, thanos already happened nothing else matters yeah which i think marvel's gonna have to run into the problem now of the escalation yeah i think they're gonna bring in a lot of side villains to try to see which one takes the cake of being the new big villain well i don't i, they, I think they've already decided on their next big bad is going to be king the conqueror yeah but what, what i really want is for Right, 2024, by the mm-hmm. time we get the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Right, don't do Doctor Doom off the bat. Do Galactus, bro. N- no, don't even do Galactus. Make Doctor Doom the big bad. Yeah. Doctor Doom is like the perfect character for it. And not even that, Doctor Doom does fight Iron Man in the old animated series too. Like, he gets in there and they tussle. I'm just thinking in terms of the comic book runs where Doctor Doom has ultimately triumphed over everyone by just outsmarting everyone and now that iron man's gone there's no one really to contest him intellectually yeah and that's the crazy part because i think marvel's put a lot of like their better villains that they can introduce into the movie verse like on a back burner like dr doom is on a back burner galactus is on a back burner but the one key thing that's not bringing them in is like you said the fantastic four movie that door can open up so many or even just x-men 
Because, like, if Apocalypse shows up. Dude, I've been dying for X-Men and Marvel to freaking come together for the love of God. Well, I mean, they could even try doing another Civil War run where we remember back in, like, 2012 when they did the Avengers vs. X-Men comic run. Yeah. That comic was awesome. They split the Phoenix Force up onto the five X-Men and... That that was just awesome when Cyclops is the big final baddie. Yeah, dude. And he's just eviscerating people. Dude, oh, I missed that comic. I need to reread that one. And they well, kept redoing it, and that pissed me off, where they were like, oh, this comic book succeeded, let's go ahead and reprint it like eight more times and change out some of the characters where now Captain Marvel is replacing Captain America fighting Cyclops at the end. I don't know, dude. I think my prediction is that all these new shows and everything that they're working on is either going to end up with two different things. They're going to either do Secret War, which at that point they have to introduce a lot of characters, which they've been slowly doing. I mean, they could definitely do a Secret War just based on the fact that we are getting multiversal. Yeah. And that would reset everything and they could go ahead and say, oh, the characters you've known and love, they're dead, right? Yeah. The Iron Man that you loved, he doesn't even exist in this timeline. Yeah. And to be honest, there's some stronger Iron Mans that have that that could easily come over, and they could become the new bad guy too. Because I think there's a comic where Iron Man turns his whole suit into like nanobots and becomes basically like a god, mm-hmm. and then he just starts killing the Avengers one by one. And they they keep hinting. <laughs> I keep seeing memes about they're hinting about it being Tom Cruise <laughs> as Iron Man with like the full metallic suit and like the bracer around his face. And, I, like, I think I would actually stop watching Marvel if that happened. <laughs> like like I took a big break from Marvel after Endgame, so I didn't see Shang Chi. I didn't see Black Widow. I saw the new Spider Man. The new Spider Man was. I, I honestly was not as big a fan of it as I wanted to be. I, yeah. I thought that the second Spider-Man movie in their trilogy was the best out of the three movies. Yeah. I, I, I liked Homecoming. Homecoming it was, was good. good. But I, I liked Far From Home a lot. Where yeah. they really just tried to make Tom Holland the next Iron Man. Yeah, which is... It could happen. Be it, well, we, not anymore. No, no well, we one do have, who he is. Yeah, but we do have other characters that play a part that could be the next Iron Man. Like, you got... You got that kid that was in, um, I think it was Iron Man 3, where the Mandarin was supposedly in it. Yeah, well, There's... and he was at um, Iron Man's funeral in yeah. Endgame. Yeah, everybody's like, who the hell's this kid? I, I don't think they need to do another Iron Man. I think they just need to step away from it entirely. Yeah. Like, Iron Man, he did his thing. Let's let's let it be. Let's get something new and exciting. I don't think we need to make another Iron Man. We don't need more suits of armor. Right, Armor Wars does not need to happen. Yeah, I don't know why they're... I think they're just trying to give people, like... I don't even know what's going to be in Armored Wars. I know it's going to be, like, a War Machine thing, but still, like, what characters are going to get... Well, they could introduce Ruri and have the uh, little Iron Man daughter thing. Okay, yeah, but still... They could do that. Um, or no, Ruri is the MIT student who fought or, like, mentored Tony... Or was an apprentice of Tony Stark. Yeah. They could have a time skip have tony's kid but that wouldn't make sense because then we'd be forsaking the timeline of all these characters we already know yeah there's there's a lot of marvel marvel is more i don't want to say they're more i wouldn't say they're they're better on how they try to trick you to thinking it's one way when it's actually another way like think about it when um when guardians of the galaxy 2 ended and they the golden 
society. Um, they, they built Adam, Adam Warlock. Warlock yeah. yeah, they built Adam Warlock, but we haven't seen a glimpse of Adam Warlock. I, I think that is exclusively because of the James Gunn problem. Yeah. Where they had to cancel production on, on Guardians 3 for like two years. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure we were supposed to get Guardians 3 after Endgame. Yeah, which and would make I think sense. Shang-Chi took its slot. Yeah, which Shang-Chi's not a bad movie. Now, the one movie that I will... I, this is just my opinion. I don't recommend. The only reason why I watched it is because it was a new movie to watch. Eternals was garbage, bro. Like, they kept bouncing back and forth through different time periods during the movie was happening. So, like, you didn't know what was happening where. And, like, the only good thing that came out of it was they hinted at... um, They hinted at the Black Knight who's who was that guy the john snow yeah john snow was gonna be the new black knight here's the fun thing i I just want dark avengers man our secret avengers have moon knight him blade have them fight the dark and mysterious of marvel so speaking of that so when kid harrington goes to his home and he's like i have secrets to tell you and you see him at the little bit of a spoiler at the end of the movie he's reaching for the black knight sword the voice that tells him, do you really want to do that, Daredevil. is Blade's voice. Oh, it's Blade's? It's Blade's voice. So, hold on. We get Daredevil in the new Spider-Man movie. We yeah. have Blade telling Black Knight, are you sure? Are you sure you want to gain we, that power? There's no way we're not getting a Dark Avengers. We have to get a Dark Avengers, bro. Like, I, I would be 100% on board for that. Yeah. Who else is in Dark Avengers? So, you have Black Knight, you have Blade, you got Moon Knight, who's getting a show. Who else is part of that team? Uh... I'm not sure. I'm I'm pretty sure they could throw in Doctor Strange. I think so. Because then they could do like a mini Illuminati kind of deal there. Because yeah. Iron Man's dead. I mean, Reed Richards could be part of it, but yeah. Who who else would really be part of the Illuminati? I really that that you just got me there, dude. Like I. I mean, you could put in Professor X. Yeah, which Professor X would be pretty powerful, but then that would finally admit that they are going to cross over the x-men marvel universe and put them as one finally well i I think their whole deal is they have the license for x-men they want to give it some time Mm -hmm. do fantastic four first that way they can introduce the idea of mutants Mm -hmm. and then from there slowly say hey the events that you saw in the x-men movies from fox yeah that was just a multiverse that you you saw timeline two. that makes sense they can do a lot with that I'm and that, you know how awesome that would be if you brought so say timeline two exists right yeah that's where Ryan Reynolds Deadpool is it's where Kitty Pride is right yeah all of those actors that you knew and loved from those movies they're still over there they introduce a whole new set of actors for Wolverine Deadpool blah 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 in the MCU yeah and then when Secret Wars comes you have all those characters who have the old actors they could fight each other. Oh, you could have Hugh Jackman versus whoever the new Wolverine ends up being. Yeah, which I keep hearing rumors that it's going to be the the main character from Kingsman, Eggsy. They're they're leaning strong on him to be the new Wolverine because they were going to use um. They just need some burly ass dude. They were going to use the guy who plays Venom, Tom Hardy. They wanted to use him, but now he's Venom. Yeah, I don't think he'd be a good fit for Wolverine. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, he has the, like, rough, grizzly appearance, but he doesn't have the demeanor. Yeah, and he's more he's more of a Venom anyway. I see him more of as a Venom. Like, mm-hmm. after watching the movie, I can't go back. Which, well, second movie now that we okay. know that the um, Sony-verse is also crossing over. Oh, my God. Because we already had Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And then the end scene where Venom 
the symbiote exists in the MCU. Yeah. And I don't think its mind would be wiped of knowledge of Spider-Man. Nope. Or no, it would have been... It would have never it, met... It would have been wiped of Tom Holland, but it still would want to go to Spider-Man. Yeah, because he's like... Because when he looks at the screen uh, during the, the, the clip that they showed, it's Venom looking at Spider-Man, not the person who's under the mask. It's legit Spider-Man. He's like, mm, he looks tasty. So they know... He just he just wants Spider-Man. He doesn't care which Spider-Man he gets. He just wants Spider-Man. Yeah, there's no way we're not going to get Venom in the MCU next. Yeah. Like, the fourth movie has to be him confronting Venom. Yes. Which, does that mean we're going to get the um, MCU equivalent of guy who gets um, consumed by Venom, who is a friend of Osborn? God, what's his name? It's not Brock. It's not Eddie Brock. It's Flash Thompson? It may be. I think it's Flash Thompson. Because I know there's two different Venoms. There's the Eddie Brock Venom, which is the OG, and then it's Flash Thompson who gets it next. Okay. It, so it so has to be Flash Thompson, I think. It, it'd be one of those two. And maybe it's somebody who Peter meets in college and becomes, like, do- roommates with. Yeah. Cause, like, he gets into MIT somehow or because he's going after MJ, trying to befriend her still. Yeah, because we, we already have a Flash Thompson in the new Tom Holland Spider-Man universe, which I don't like him. He seems like not even what Flash Thompson would be in my mind. So he could be Eddie Brock. We could meet the Eddie Brock of their universe in college where Peter yeah, goes off. Yeah, he's like some football player who happens to be rooming with Peter. Yeah. And they end up just becoming friends because he's astounded that Peter's like actually super fit despite being so small. And you know what's funny? Now that no one knows who Peter Parker is, he can finally go and work for J. Jonah Jameson and actually take pictures of Spider-Man and sell them. They could really do a funny thing here, and it could be like an OnlyFans Spider-Man account, <laughs> and J. Jonah Jameson is the only subscriber, and it's like a oh $1,000 a month. No, dude, don't do that to Spider-Man. Oh, come on, that would be the funniest thing <laughs> That would be funny as hell, but so many people would be pissed off because of it. Nah, Spider-Man feet pics. That, uh. <laughs> that's what we need. Spider-Man feet pics with webbings in between the toes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, we went down a black hole right now. <laughs> yeah, Oscar, you kind of just came out and said you had a foot fetish. <laughs> no, nah, dude, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Whatever no. you say. Feet are weird, man. Feet are weird. Oh, man. But I, I just... Am, There's a lot I, of potential I'm, on both sides. I think I'm just fatigued of superhero movies at this point. Like, I want something new, and I want DC to give us that, because I'm sick and tired of the same Marvel formula where... It's all quippy humor and, oh, it's just the general same three-part structure where new superhero comes out. He's super cool. We don't see his origin story because who cares about a superhero's origin? And then they get beat up by the big bad at the beginning of the first act and they have to redeem themselves during the second act by doing some training or going on some personal quest. And then in the third act, they end up barely beating the villain that they've been training for. And then, oh my God, we see some end credit scene that reveals the next villain yeah i'm sick of it It, it's been almost what 15 years of it now yeah dude but i will say this there's there's a lot of movies that are opening that are keys to opening a couple of doors that may change up that way of thinking because think about it you got morbius coming out and he's not a good guy at all well morbius is part of the sony universe he's not part of the mcu yes but well, I guess that's a different kind of movie you could watch is the Venomverse. Well, think about it. If they do Morbius in that universe, 
the Spider-Man who's the Spider-Man in like the posters and stuff. It's That's, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Yeah. Which they could do. Uh, they could finally introduce Blade into the movie universe because Blade hunts Morbius while he's trying to find like a cure for his disease or he falls in. I think he in the old Spider-Man show, Morbius falls in love with a woman, but she doesn't want him because they used to date before he got the disease. And then he becomes a creepy total monster. And then Blade's hunting him down as Spider-Man's trying to see what the hell's going on in his city. And meanwhile, Spider-Man intervenes. They're like, hold on, guys, we can all be friends. Yeah, no. And Blade's like, he's a vampire, he must die. Yeah. Chop his head off. Kill him with fire! I don't know. I feel I understand where you're coming from. I'm tired of the same routine over and over again, man. Like, like Marvel's done it well, but like... It gets to a point where it's like, what's new? We've just been doing it for so long, I feel. Like I, I like the movies. Don't get me wrong, but I think they can innovate a little bit. They could. I think Marvel became big because they take or they took risks. Why can't they start taking risks again? Yeah, and to be honest, that's the one thing that might give DC a little bit of a chance to maybe catch up. Maybe because they they have some good movies coming out, but it's 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 the same thing as always, dude. It's rewriting Batman again. Well, and hear me out here. You speak about rewriting Batman again. I am so excited for that new Batman movie. So am I. I really want that to be part of the universe that that Joker movie was in with Joaquin. Well, the thing is they want to make another Joker movie yeah. with Joaquin Phoenix. And then that could combine their two universes together. Yeah, which at would the be end insane. of like that Joker movie could be him trying to run a crime syndicate in Gotham and dealing with someone who is mysteriously beating up his guys and combating his forces and at the end of the movie it's a face-off between him and batman yeah and then the beginning of batman 2 is that end scene where it's you see batman's perspective of the last like act of the joker movie of him like hunting down the joker yeah but it was all part of joker's plan well the thing is they've they've hinted that the joker movie that joker is not the joker that we know he's like a precursor joker but um i heard that the guy who plays Goblin, Green Goblin, he wants to play... Willem Dafoe? He wants to play Joker. He'd be a good Joker. I mean, Green Goblin and Joker share a lot of similarities oh, yeah. in characters. Yeah, he just has to go a little bit darker when he goes to the Joker universe and be careful. That's the only thing. Because there is, there is the well, curse I, I of the Joker. I think the plot will do that for Joker. I think that's totally fine. And you speak about the curse of Joker. The curse of Superman was a superstition for a while. Yeah. Until Henry Cavill got it. Yeah. And he's not dead yet. Yeah. So we we don't know what happened. So far, the curse of the Joker ended with Joaquin Phoenix because he didn't go insane. He didn't go... Like, even Jack Nicholson is like, when I used to play the Joker, dude, he's like, I I didn't know who I was. I went to, like, another part of myself to reach that character, and it's crazy to me. That, That may just be a marketing thing. Yeah, maybe. We never know. We can't really truly know until... You're right. Let's put them under psychological evaluation and go ahead and determine whether it is or not. For the sake of our entertainment. <laughs> For the sake of our entertainment. Joker watch at five. <laughs> it's like Big Brother, but it's all just Joker actors in the same room. <laughs> turns into a crack house. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have like five different nurses all dressed as Harley Quinn to see which one cracks first. <laughs> Man, that's that that shit's messed up. That's some good TV right there. <laughs> no, but I, I'm I'm so excited for that Batman movie, and I, I kind of want them to go a different direction. Don't do the same routine formula where we get a movie with some random baddie 
and then we get a Joker movie, and then we get an underwhelming third movie. Okay. If if this movie for Batman does well, I've been saying this for years, and I want it to happen because it, they hinted at it when Christian Bale was Batman. They hinted at Robin or Nightwing or whatever. Freaking put him in the goddamn universe, man. I'm tired of waiting and getting teased about Nightwing and Red Hood and freaking Batgirl and all that. Just put him in the goddamn universe already. Like, give him a movie with real actors playing them. Don't tease at us with the freaking, oh, what's your real name? Well, my real name's Dick Grayson. Well, that's a good name. And then freaking just... And ooh. then just fuck off and... Yeah, just and- end the whole series with him finding the Batcave and then it just goes, beep, done. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck was this shit? And it turns out he never made it into the Batcave. The automated de- defenses killed Dick Grayson. <laughs> and we just didn't get to see it. Oh my god. I don't know. I'm still I'm still pretty skeptical on how Mr. Twilight's sparkly vampire is going to be as Batman. I think he'll do pretty well. Did you see him in the lighthouse? Yes. That was a good movie. I, I think he can channel that same energy into Batman, and we're totally fine. <sighs> the only thing I will say is if they do end up wanting to go with the Nightwing route, or they want to put in Robin, and they have a Joker movie as the second movie, right... You could spend a whole first third of the movie getting to know the Robin, right? Really yeah. humanize him, show his struggles of trying to learn from Batman. Yeah. And then he goes out on a solo mission to prove himself, and then he runs into the Joker, and then the Joker can twist him, and we can watch that happen. Oh, dude. And, and then, then you could do the um, one comic route where they had the Robin end up being the Joker's kid, kind of. Yeah. And they hinted at it in the Justice League movie. In the Batcave, there's the suit of Jason Todd where it's tortured and you can see like the ha-ha-has like in a glass case. It's like you could easily connect these two movies together and say like Ben Affleck's the older version of that Batman. I, I think canonically he is just an older Batman. Yeah. And then you can... And could... then this, this Batman is Batman two years into the job. Yeah. Which would... If they do this movie and it does well, you already have the Penguin set up, you have Catwoman set up, and you have the Riddler set up, which are very... They're known villains, but like they're not like the big ones like the Joker and stuff. But well, like, I think they're going to play the Catwoman angle like they did in the Dark Knight trilogy, Oh, where she ends up being a love interest rather than an antagonist. That could be very interesting. Yeah, because we, we hardly view Catwoman as an antagonist anymore from yeah. just a general population. She just keeps switching, like, am I good? Am I bad? No, I love Batman now. I'm going to do anything for Batman now. And I'm pretty sure that's where it's going to go, is her fascination for Batman is what's going to change her ways. Yeah. I, I, I feel that coming. I really do. I don't know. Apparently, so in this new Batman film, apparently they had two versions of the film. I read about this. One version of the film... They didn't have any extra scenes with the hinting at the Joker in it. The reviews were horrible. When they put the Joker hints back in, and they might have an end credit scene with the Joker coming out, it, the rates were so much better. Like, the rating was a lot higher on the movie, and they did, like, private screenings for it. So we may get, like, a young Joker coming out of this young two-year Batman into the universe type of thing. Just Joaquin Phoenix. That's all we need. Dude, if you, you bring in Joaquin Phoenix, I will be happy because he did Joker realistically and very well and I, I think that's where this whole mini dc universe can go is it can show right like a true young batman who's relying on his detective skills rather yeah. than his money to get things done 
and it's really just a really gritty Batman movie, but it tells the true dark side of Gotham, where they could go ahead and make this a Court of Owls kind of movie, where it reveals through the Riddler, hey, your parents were kind of assholes, they ruined Gotham, and you're part of it, whether you know it or not. Wow. That could do a lot. And then that could go ahead and send Batman into a more or less vulnerable state where then the Joker could really do some damage. Yeah. Like, I want I want to see a dark scene where Joker's doing some stuff, Batman's busy somewhere else, and Jason Todd's like, screw it, I can stop the Joker myself. And then you just see him getting beat up by a crowbar and, like, mentally tortured by the Joker before the whole thing explodes. And then you get a new version of Ra's al Ghul, who steals Ra- Dick, uh, Jason Todd's body and puts it in the Lazarus pit. And basically turns him into like a weapon against Batman and just like lets him loose in Gotham again. Oh, that'd be absolutely cool. That would be insanely good. The like problem the- is they have to have a believable Robin and have him be young enough. Yeah. Like you, you would need like a 12-year-old Robin. Yeah. You would need a 12-year-old Robin and then you would also have to set up... But the thing is, it's easy to set up Robin into the universe because you could just do like the first couple scenes of a movie you see bruce wayne going to like well i'm not talking about more of a movie sense i'm talking about an actor sense i don't who even, right now could play a good robin I, and that, like don't mention a stranger kid stranger things kid no I, I no none of them can be no i don't see any of them being that i'm trying to think like it's hard to choose a robin without i can't see many people being a young robin that's the thing like you need like a teen robin type of thing like i want to say like Maybe around 15 years old. 15 is like a good age to start off as Robin. But the thing is, we I don't I think there's a Robin out there. We just got to find him because I, I'm sure there's some random bum off the streets who could play Robin. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm sure the kid exists. Yeah. I'm just because they already picked out. I just don't think they would find him easy enough. The, um, it'd, the f- it'd be like the search for Harry Potter. Yeah, I think someone did a um, a fan art of what Nightwing should be. And it was the you ever watch Teen Wolf? No, I never watched Teen Wolf. Okay, I'm trying to think what other movies he's been in. Have you watched Maze Runner? I have watched Maze Runner, yeah. Okay, so one of the guys in Maze Runner, they chose as Nightwing. I can't remember his name. Um, oh my god, who is this guy? What other things has he been in? I'm trying to think of other things. I know he was in Teen Wolf. I know he was in Maze Runner. I can't really put a name with a face. I mean, we could always end up meeting Batgirl and, like, Commissioner yeah. Gordon's daughter ends up being, like, you know, like, 19 in the movie. Yeah. And she just happens to really like Batman. Not in a romantic sense or anything, but... Well, there is... There sneaks is. off and follows after Batman and then finds the Batcave and goes, All right, well, now you're being forced into this. Yeah. And the thing is this, Bat, there is this comic series where Batgirl does have a hardcore crush. And they made an animated movie where Batgirl actually hooks up with Batman before she gets crippled by the Joker. Yeah, that's that's uh, something else. Yeah, that's 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 a whole other thing. But, like, yeah, I see where you're going with that. Like, I could see they would have to issue uh, a young Barbara Gordon, 1920s, I'd say, like, around 20. Yeah. like They could go from there. Good physical condition because, you know, she's lived with a cop her whole life yeah knows how to defend herself yeah knows how to shoot a gun knows how to do martial arts stuff like that like it's just like the characters there they just have to grab some random redhead yeah they gotta and i'd be all about it dude i'd be down that'd be a really good movie honestly 
Yeah, that could just be the end credit scene for like a second Batman movie. But I, I this is the kind of the thing where we can look at the Marvel path line or pipeline and see what movies are coming out, and we know that we're going to be getting like a what a scroll invasion movie yeah you're getting secret invasion which is the scrolls you're getting uh thor for thor love and thunder which is coming out sooner that one actually looks pretty good because they're actually gonna have girl thor like they wanted in the comics yeah um uh you have i, I was always confused about that comic run though because i thought that she died of cancer i did too and then i, I don't think they would do that i think they would try and replace our modern thor with jane foster thor yeah and they're they're basically gonna turn thor into like be like the new odin more or less well that's kind of what they're doing doing with the rune king thor because that's the name of his armor so he's going to inherit some form of the odin force yeah which is oh my god that'll be cool but he'll also be too strong for the mcu so i think they'll just have him be like a cosmic protector like the silver surfer and we'll hardly ever see him in movies oh my god it'll only be when king the conqueror comes or when galactus shows up that we see thor again yeah I and think then, that's the issue, is we're not going to see much more Chris Hemsworth in the MCU after this movie. Yeah, and then you do have you do have the new Guardians, which is going to open up Adam Warlock to be a new villain. Oh, I don't think he'll be a villain. I think he'll be a misunderstood character, and then he'll see that the Guardians are trying to do good, and then he'll just join them to try and correct them. Yeah. And say, hey, I'm not going to kill you guys. I'm not going to put you in. I see you're trying to do good. Let me be here to help you and show you what the the true path to justice is. Yeah, that could. Actually... And then they could reluctantly agree because otherwise it's at her death. Yeah, which Adam Warlock in the comics was so busted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities on both sides. It's it's uh, honestly it's personal preference. Like me as a child, if I could go back in time, dude, I would rewatch all the kids if I was a kid again from like DC, Marvel, and all that. And here's the funny thing. There was more DC old-time shows than there was Marvel. Because Marvel only had what? You had the old-school Spider-Man show. You had the old-school Iron Man show. You had the 90s X-Men TV show. Yeah, which... which was awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that show. Especially because they brought my boy Gambit into the show. And he actually made him, like, a real X-Men and, like, a big part of the X-Men. Which was amazing. I love... I love Gambit. Gambit's good. I, I I like Nightcrawler a lot, and they they did a lot with Nightcrawler in that yeah. comic, or not in that comic, that TV show. Yeah, and they can do they can they've already introduced Nightcrawler's mom and dad into the movie universe, so they just gotta throw an adult Nightcrawler into a movie and they're set. Because you have Aziz from X Men First Class, who's the red version of Nightcrawler, and then you have Mystique, where they at some point in time hook up and she leaves Nightcrawler floating down the river. And then some person, a gypsy, finds him and just sells him to the circus. And then he becomes the amazing Nightcrawler. What a fucked up origin story. Yeah. Mystique births you and says, hmm, kumbaya, we're gonna prince of Egypt your ass. (laughs) I cannot take care of you. You must survive down the river, my child. God will protect you. (laughs) The crocodiles will not eat you. (laughs) Because they think you're poisoned (laughs) because of your skin tone. They'd, they'd probably already think he's dead and just yeah. eat him immediately. But yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff they can do. I I really hope 
So Deadpool's his own franchise for right now, and he's hinted at like well, X Men First Class and stuff. He's been straight up in the um, Fox Cinematic Universe now because of what they did with introducing like Colossus and Domino and all of them in there. Because of that, like he's an actual Fox character. Oh my god, I'm so ready. And I, then he made jokes about Wolverine, so Wolverine existed in that timeline. I he even wore a cut out of Hugh Jackman's face. Mm-hmm. And says that Hugh Jackman and Wolverine are two different characters in his universe, which is funny as hell to me. So we could see the next Deadpool movie actually introducing the old school Wolverine where they meet up and try to take down a bad guy. If Hugh Jackman would ever come back. I'd like to see a new Hulk movie where they introduce Wolverine. Just Uh, do it like they did in the comics. Oh, dude. Wolverine versus Hulk in like the tundra. Mm -hmm. And they just go at it. Yeah. Where it could just be that Wolverine, for whatever reasons, under some sort of mind control from like an actual villain. And he's being sent to hunt the Hulk. And so it's Professor Hulk who is, you know, trying to reason with a wild animal, Wolverine. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a fun little movie. Or even it could just be a 40-minute thing on Disney+. Plus. Dude, they could do... um. They could do mini-movies on Disney+, Plus well, and it they, would work so well. They did an animated version of that fight where Wolverine is sent to go hunt down hulk this is before he becomes professor hulk and he's just like a wild animal living in the woods yeah i remember seeing that like mini movie because like yeah. deadpool's in that movie yeah and it was actually done really well like if you did something similar to that you make some good money off of disney plus like honestly so let me hear from you if marvel were to do any movie right so keep the current pipeline the way it is yeah with the way the mcu currently is if you could throw in one movie that does any thing with any characters it doesn't interfere with the current timeline okay what what movie would you make that's hard um no that's sony universe i can't touch that film um honestly if they can put if they can turn general ross into the red hulk they could do that um the x-force team which is deadpool domino wolverine in the black and gray suit red hulk and I think somebody else. I can't remember who that other person is, but I think it's like X Force or something like that. Just and they, do an actual X Force movie and have yeah. them take on somebody. Yeah, that would be freaking awesome. All right, and then same thing goes for DC. What's your plan? <sighs> oh, dude, hands down, I want to see a Blue Beetle movie, like Blue Beetle and Doctor Fate and Booster Gold, which would just be like a cheese character to throw in there. Just forget it. Because why not? Yeah, just like hey, here's another character. He comes from the future and wants to make it rich being a superhero. Here you go. And then just go at it. Because Blue Beetle and Dr. Fate are like one of my two favorite, like, not really touched on topic characters mm-hmm. for that universe. But, dude, if they did a nice Blue Beetle movie, they could open it up to, like, a good Young Justice movie. Or, like, Teen, a Teen Titans. Titans. Teen Titans could be really big if they did, like, a, a teenage Blue Beetle movie. And then at the end of the movie, he gets picked up by Robin as he's recruiting, like, how Batman did in Justice League. Where he's recruiting different people to join the Teen Titans. Yeah. No, and that would that would be a good way to start merging universes because you could have that be the same Robin that's in the later Batman movie. Yeah. And you could form an actual just or an actual Teen Titans. Because I, I tell you what, what they could do to really make a good DC universe right now is scrap the current stuff because like I love Henry Cavill as Superman, but it, it's just not working. Yeah, right. he doesn't he doesn't want to be Superman anymore. He's actually considering going to the Marvel verse to be Captain Canada. 
Okay. Okay, Henry Cavill. All right, man. But like, no, it's, I think it's Captain Britain. My bad. It's Captain Britain is who he would be playing, which is like Captain Britain's kind of cool. I yeah. mean, I, I kind of just look at it like this: where if they scrapped the current DC, right, they could do like a Teen Titans movie, bring in Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, have the only surviving member be Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman in like Aquaman who's severely injured, right? Yeah. Like is missing an arm and Yeah, everything. he loses his hand, he finally and gets they, the hook. They lose the war to Darkseid. Yeah. Darkseid comes and conquers the planet. Oh my god. And then you could have a Teen Titans movie where you have Flash who Flash points back into this timeline to recruit or flashpoints back to recruit a teen titans yeah right and with the current or they're already doing a flashpoint movie that's that's literally what they're doing right now yeah with the and here's the thing the flashpoint movie we're getting old bruce wayne which means we might get a batman beyond I, is... I, I would be happy with that but all, all they have to do is just have either aquaman and wonder woman who are best buddies now because they're the only members left of the og justice league and have them raise a set of teen titans I and then have it. that be what combats dark side's forces off the planet yeah and what you could do is if you have the robin established beforehand you could basically make him a little bit older and take up the mantle as batman yeah, i mean he could just be nightwing yeah he could be nightwing and then just switch to the batsu when he needs to and just start recruiting the next robin which would be basically damian wayne mm -hmm. and he could start we'll use him as like the starting point to recruit yeah we the could other. see that like batman had a kid at some point right yeah and then he just inherits the wayne fortune and nightwing shows him because like i know your dad <laughs> your daddy trained me now i'm gonna train you <laughs> security <laughs> alfred help <laughs> oh that'd be great and he just automatically knows nightwing goes oh yes <laughs> oh, master dick <laughs> welcome home <laughs> damien goes oh no <laughs> I'm in the shit now. <laughs> no, dude, they could they could really. They, I like the idea of scrapping it and starting fresh. DC can they, just acknowledge that the timeline right now is fucked. Yeah, and that's fine, right? You can have evil Superman be like the antagonist of the Teen Titan movie. Yeah, and you know it's only because of the combined efforts of all of the Teen Titans forming a proper Justice League because they actually work together, unlike the current Justice League, alongside, you know, like Wonder Woman sacrificing herself. Yeah, because they already hinted at that when they did the, uh, I think it was the end of the Justice League movie. You see that little glimpse where it's Joker and Batman, like, roaming the desert with, like, Cyborg and, like, his rustic uniform and freaking Wonder Woman. And you see, you hear Joker and Batman arguing with each other as Superman's basically hunting the last bits of the Justice League down. Yeah, like, I, I, I know that's where they're going, where Superman turns rogue. Yeah, they could do it in that timeline and but hint at it. I, I, I think it would be super cool if, you know, they somehow make a Teen Titans, they become the new Justice League, right? Just to throw away the current characters. Like, I, I, I like the actors as their roles right now, but yeah. they fumbled around. And they could always do something where a death scene of wonder woman where she's giving away her Amazon, her, lasso. her like her lasso of truth to starfire she gives the bracers to nightwing right and just hands down her pieces it's like and they just start recruiting from there 
Exactly. And, you know, it's only like four or five people. Yeah. And you could, and the thing or is. Or you could even have Cyborg be the mentor character. So that way you have it tied to the TV show. Because think about it. If you have Cyborg as the mentor, he finds Beast Boy first. Mm-hmm. They become best buddies. You do a little bit of a time skip. Beast and they could Boy- do like a little father-son thing there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And then Beast Boy gets a little bit older and they start recruiting from there. Then you have, there's a lot of stuff you can go into. You can hint at like, there's survivors that have been taking, that somehow stole Superman's DNA and they can have Superboy. They could have Superboy, or they could open up an alternate dimension and have Power Girl show up. Yeah. Which Power Girl, we haven't even seen in a movie yet, so Power Girl could be a possibility. Make sure you have the boob window, though. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta have a nice view. No, but you could... There's a lot of characters they could hint at. They could hint at, um, like, if they had Hawkeye, if they had Hawk Girl and Jon Stewart, you could hint at john stewart's child like they did in the justice league animated show where it was well i don't even think you have to do that i think the fact that john or john stewart never showed up to begin with yeah right you can just have him be a character that shows up later yeah and like his ring is like basically tapped out but he can use it a little bit sometimes or just have it be where he's not a powerful combatant yeah right like if he were to try and trade blows of superman he'd be eviscerated yeah he'd be like but he'd have be him like be a the watchtower yeah, he'd be like a mentor who knows more or less what's still going on. Mm-hmm. Or we can say he's left the planet to go deal with stuff in the core. For Either that, a- or he was part of Darkseid's coalition to begin with, and he was brainwashed like Superman. Yes. And so when they make their way up to the satellite to turn off the neural networks, that way Darkseid doesn't know that they're uh, attacking Right, John Stewart is saved and goes, Oh, thank you. I will assist you. I can tell you exactly where Superman is. Yeah. And he had, he can be literally be just the radio system. Yeah. And he can be a narrator. Yeah. They could do a lot. They, they could do a lot with that. And they don't even necessarily, I wouldn't even think that'd be butchering the character. Because I, I like it when he's the wise sage who gives you information. Yeah. Rather than a combatant. Yeah. So here's a, here's a curveball to you, Zach. How do you feel about the Suicide Squad movies? Uh, the new one was good. The old one sucked. I agree with that. Do you think they should continue or they should just kill it off at a certain point? Because even the Well, new- the fact that the Suicide Squad as it currently is is not dead. And there's no Deadshot too either. We Deadshot didn't go on that new mission. He didn't, but that doesn't mean he's not still there. No, he's still alive. I mean like maybe he was put under a penalty so he couldn't go out to get any more free time. Or maybe he somehow managed to get out of the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Which he does in the animated show and in the comics. He he makes a final deal with um Who's the lady who runs the Suicide Squad? I don't know. She she got her ass beat, though. Yeah, so basically, he finds a way out by doing this one impossible task for her, and he's set free so he could go be with his daughter. Well, I, I'm really liking, um, with the new movie, how they are kind of making an established canon with the Peacemaker TV show. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I heard it was good. But I, I genuinely like the idea that Instead of doing these crazy big movies, they could just do TV shows and they could. have it be big budget HBO shows. And it's as been long working. HBO is making money off it. I'm it's sure they continue to do it. It's been working really well. Like Peacemaker, I see a lot of stuff about people talking about that new show of Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Like I need if to it ends it. up being something that raises HBO subscriptions, like Game of Thrones did, and have an established DC universe that is making money for HBO. Yeah, I'm sure they will continue doing it for a long time. Oh yeah. Which could lead to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I am more hopeful 
for DC getting their shit together than I am for Marvel to innovate themselves again. I, I don't think Marvel has a financial incentive to do it because their monies are topping themselves every year with being the highest selling film of all time. Uh, yeah. Basically, Marvel doesn't doesn't need to worry about that at this point. Well, because here, Disney owns Marvel. Disney is making money. Yeah. Disney is, from their reputation, a company that does not change unless it has to. Yeah. Like, with the Disney parks, Disney did not change a single thing in the Orlando parks for almost 15 years. Yeah. From the opening of Animal Kingdom in 1998, they didn't add a single major attraction to their parks until Universal added um, Harry Potter. Oh, And then they retaliated by opening up Pandora four years later. Yeah. And I will say this. I think they're splitting up their... Disney is splitting up their properties by making sure Avengers and Marvel stays in California while Florida gets Star Wars. I think that is the dumbest move they can make. Well, we'll see if they're... Because last time I went to Epcot, they were rebuilding parts of Epcot. I don't know if they're doing, like, an Avengers, like, sub-theme or they were going to do something there. But I know they were doing it during the Food and Wine Fest last time I went. And I was trying to ask around to see what was going on. No one told me anything. So they might be doing something with Marvel. Maybe. In in Orlando. We'll see. But, like, it's... I I don't know. We won't see until we get news about it. Yeah. And this is a whole other topic. But I really think that Universal Studios is gearing to kick disney's ass in the theme park space oh yeah they just said that they were going to open up a whole new park epic universe yeah yeah which i don't even super know Super mario land and how to train your dragon are gonna be two of the major themes oh my god dude super mario land Ugh. super mario land and there's rumors right i'm not sure how real these are that in the rest of the universal parks in orlando that in Islands of Adventure, we're going to get a Pokemon land. Oh! And then in actual Universal Studios, we're going to get Hyrule from The Legend of Zelda. Ugh. If they had the big three Nintendo franchises... Bro, they would kick Disney's ass. I, I tell you what, I would buy an annual pass to Universal oh, yeah, just hands for down. a Pokemon land. Hands down. Dude, I would just do it for Hyrule or just even Dis- Mario Land. Yeah, Mario Land because it's already super cool in Japan because it's really state-of-the-art stuff where it's augmented reality yeah coasters. like you're playing like mario kart and stuff on a ride that's literally one of them is just mario kart oh my god that's a whole another topic for another day but i i think that would do super well and i know one of the other lands is going to be classic um universal monsters so right like dracula uh, frankenstein's time. monster the Wolfman, wolf swamp thing. thing um but they could go ahead and they could put the Jaws ride back over there. Oh, yeah. And make it so much better than it used to be. And hear me out here. Because they already have the license for Kong, they could work out a deal with Toho and put in a Godzilla land. And they could just do a kaiju verse oh, area. Oh, my God. And they, like, each kaiju more or less has, like, their own ride or they're hinted at the rides. Of, like, all they have to do is do a Godzilla and a Kong ride. That's it. That's all yeah. they have to do. And they could have a gift shop and it would make them millions oh yeah i believe it i totally believe it wow we got really sidetracked yeah that, that's enough for a whole topic so we're yeah. gonna go ahead and leave that there for now yeah. we could we could talk about that for hours but um, um any closing thoughts on the marvel versus dc discussion dc's got a lot of growing up to do and they got to start learning to take better risks and dude just find better directors man like when Zack snyder did his snyder cut of justice league amazing 
amazing. They, they just didn't like it because it was four hours long. But that's fine. Suck we're willing it to up. sit down for four hours. If we're willing to sit down on our butts to watch for four hours and it makes the movie 50 times better, do it. Just do it. You don't have to put it in movie theaters anymore, man. Just put it on HBO. Yeah. And tell them, hey, it's going to be on HBO, right? You have to have an HBO Max subscription, right? That's yeah. $12.99 a month. And then tell them, once you get into HBO, it'll be two bucks to rent the movie. There you go. Or it'll be two bucks to buy the movie on HBO Max. So you unlock the feature to watch that movie as many times as you want. Yeah. And it's just an extra two bucks. Yeah. And, they and can, that movie or those two or that two bucks goes directly back to Warner Brothers. Yeah. And I guarantee you, you'd make a shitload of money off of that. Oh, I believe it. But DC's got some growing up to do. They could take a little bit more risks and maybe, like I said before, better directors. Marvel's going to just keep doing its thing until it needs to switch the formula. And that's only going to happen when DC gets better. Yeah, which Marvel is, can just keep doing what they're doing for the next 15 years dude, and they're going to keep taking money. They've remade Fantastic for like, what, two times already and there's going to do a third one? I, I don't even think that they had to redo the Fantastic Four. They could have just said, hey, the movie's from 2000. Well, I... I it was later than that. It was like 2004. Yeah, but either way, you can't because some of the characters are already other characters in the universe. Like, you got Johnny Storm as Captain America, so you would have to recast that. But besides that, you got, oh, a, no. you got a pretty solid team. Yeah, like, I mean, the Reed Richards and Sue Storm are pretty awesome. Yeah, and Ben Grimm was pretty okay, too. Like, I wished he was a little bit more, like, bulkier, but don't do the CGI thing. Well, you can do the CGI thing, but treat it like the Hulk. Yeah, do it well. Do a nice big mocap. Yeah, I agree. I could agree with that. But, but like you said, they're not going to change until DC grows up, and that's still going to take a long while. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with these new movies that are coming out. And we know comic sales aren't going to carry these companies, so the movies are what's going to yeah. make them. So I think it's down to, it's down to, for it's in DC's court right now. Yeah, DC's got. Black Adam, which is going to bring in two new, three new characters. Well, it's also putting The Rock as the premier role, which yeah. I think's a pretty good idea. Yeah, and he he looks like Black Adam. Like if you've watched any of the animated movies or watch, seen him in a comic book, like that's The Rock. He's big as hell, bald, evil looking, and this is the first time we're going to see the the Dwayne the Rock Johnson play someone evil, which we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. I am too. But with that, we're going to go ahead and bring the show to a close. Uh, you can find me at Nerd Culture is Dead on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and hopefully soon iTunes. Oscar, where can we hear from you? Um, I'm going to be on Emmanuel Rivera on Instagram. You guys can hit me up there if you have any questions or if you just want to talk comics or anything like that. I'm open up for discussions. And that's where you can usually find me. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you very much for the listen, and hopefully you don't get a paper cut on those comics. Later, guys.